Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of the Last Eagleheart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Tuesday going? I love, I love asking that because you know why? Because I want to let everybody know that Dawson and I go hard over here at the Last Cycle Heart Podcast cares about you, cares about your feelings. I, I want people out there to know that they're loved and cared by me because that is important in life. Who cares who loves you and cares about you? Only you should care about me loving and caring about you because I'm more important than any of those people. <laughs> but also, I have to pat myself on the back real quick. Okay? This podcast has only had six episodes uploaded. This is the seventh. And I am already receiving 27 JD Power Awards. And the Oscars is uh, implementing a new category called Best Podcast of the Year. And I created it, of course. And it's all thanks to you guys. I was literally an unknown, unknown person. Okay? Just nothingness. Started this podcast six episodes in, and I'm already 27 JD Power Awards and have an Oscar category created for me. Insane. And if you don't believe that, ask my palm reader, because that's what she told me. I'm kidding. Just know that was a lie. But real quick, though, about palm readers. Do people actually go there and actually serious about this? Like, do they, I mean, because I've seen palm reader places around. In my hometown, there was actually, like, a little palm reader area, like a little palm reader trailer by a gas station. And uh, it had, like, a little lit-up neon sign, like, oh, come get your palm reading. And do people actually go there? Because I've never seen anybody in the parking lot or by that area. And, like, who would go there and actually oh, I see your future, oh, I see, I'm like, what, no, like, all for my palm, get out of here, and how do you, and, and here's the thing, if that was true, then palm readers must have the easiest dates ever, like, seriously, they would just go on a date, take somebody's palm, and they'll just, like, read it, and they'll be like, ah, I see your future, and it's not with me. See ya. Bye. Next. Come on. Come up here. All right. Let me read your palm. <laughs> but anyways, I don't have awards. I don't. <laughs> it should have been a given. Especially when I said I had 27 JT Power Awards. JT Power Awards are only for cars. You morons. Can't believe you were even going to probably even believe that. But, no, car companies, I love them flexing those JD Power Awards all the time. They're like, oh, over here at Kia, we got eight JD Power Awards eight, eight consecutive years in a row. Have you noticed that every car commercial has a JD Power Award for eight consecutive years in a row? Or they all have the same connect, uh, consecutive years in a row? Like, no one can be like, oh... We got beat out. <laughs> or we didn't get an award. No, they all get the awards. And you're like, why? Why did they get the awards? And it blew my mind. I was tired of seeing it, so I looked it up. They pay for them. They pay for the awards. They put in so much money just to have that little badge. And then idiots like us are at home going, wow. 
They have nine JD Power Awards, nine consecutive years in a row. Man, I gotta go buy my next car there. <laughs> Ridiculous. But we fall for it. Every time. Bamboozled. But we fall for the shenanigans of car companies. And like the Oscars, same thing. Because there's like some movies where I'm like, that was a movie? But no, they received an award. You know why? Because people pay for it. They pay millions of dollars. Who paid the most millions? Oh, this person did? They get the award. Oh, thank you. Thank you for this award that my company that I worked with paid for. Thank you. I'm going to put it on my mantle and be so proud. That's probably like the most, like, that is the worst participation award ever. That is by far the worst participation medal. I would rather have a participation award than, than that. You're telling me I have to pay for it? No, I'm fine. I'll just take this and leave. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have to have an award wrapped around my movie so you can go watch it. And just by the way, I want to let everybody know this. Just because I, I don't watch the Oscars, I just watch the highlights the next day because I don't have time to watch all that. But I, I've maybe seen one or two movies that are on the Oscars. All the rest of them I'm like, I'm not even interested in. It's, and they win awards. So there's no way that's true. So we have to call out those companies. But, you know, I had to say that at the beginning of my podcast. Because you have to make it look good. So it makes my, makes my uh, podcast look really good. It's like lying on a resume. You gotta make it like a resume format. And don't act like you've never lied on a resume either. Okay? Any of y'all out there getting a job... <laughs> Especially when it comes down to community service section. Like, really? Who does stuff for their community for free? Not me. And I bet you most of the people out there that are listening to this have not done any community service. And no, court-mandated stuff does not count. Picking up trash because you have to? No. Shut up. And jury duty doesn't count either. But no, I li- I've lied on my resume. I'm going to be honest about it. I embellished that so bad. Like, so bad. Just to be able to make myself look a little, just to be able to get the job. Or get wherever I'm going. Because I had to create a resume in high school. Because that was one of their big things. They're like, oh, you got to have this resume and it's got to look this way. So when you apply for stuff in the future, they know a little bit about you. And at the time, I really didn't have a great background. I have not had a lot of life experiences, so I had to fill in the gaps, <laughs> especially with the community service portion. Like, really? Like, I, didn't, I wasn't in any clubs or any of that, so I was like, okay, what am I going to put down? What? Um, hmm, let's see here. Uh, I, um, I fed the homeless. <laughs> Even though, I have never done that. And okay, and I don't condone lying on a resume, but I had to put something down for that category. And I told the teacher, I was like, look, I have nothing to put on this at all. But you know what? I left it on the resume. And you know what? It's gotten me my jobs. I don't, I don't even think they even look at that portion. They don't even care. They're just like, ah, cool. His resume looks pretty decent. We're going to go in. 
And speaking of resumes, like when I was applying for jobs on, I apply on ZipRecruiter, shout out, okay, ZipRecruiter. They didn't, they're not paying me, but you know, I had to shout them out because, I mean, that's where I was looking for my jobs. And on there, there's like a lot of jobs that are like offering six-figure jobs. I'm like, dude, I can get a six-figure job, but then you go on there and they ask for a bachelor's degree. And I'm like, okay, well, all the, all the jobs that I have applied for in the past at least ask for a high school diploma or better. Um, but at least a high school diploma. And you're telling me that, and they've never, like, background checked me on that. They never asked me, hey, Doss, can you bring your high school diploma over here, please, so we can, you know, look at it together, just double-check and make sure you did graduate from high school? No. So, like, these jobs that are, like, offering six figures, but they want you to have a bachelor's degree, I mean, why not lie? <laughs> I bet you people have, though. I've never heard anybody doing it, but I bet you people have lied and they've like, oh, I'll have a bachelor's degree in that when they really don't. And they got the job and they're just like, hee 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 <laughs> I cut the four-year route. I lied. But guess what? You know, I've always actually wanted to actually apply for one of those jobs and see that if I could even just get an interview. Like for a six-figure job that offers for that you have to have a bachelor's degree for, and like they they're like this twenty-year-old kid claims to have a bachelor's degree and he's applying for this job, but I mean look how good his resume looks. We're gonna have to ask him to come in. So then I would go in there and I'd just have this whole made-up story. Like I would never want the job, but I'm just gonna go in and have this whole made-up story. They'd be like. How do you, how are you 20 and have a bachelor's degree? And I'm like, well, the public school that I went to, uh, believe it or not, um, I got to uh, graduate with my bachelor's degree. I took enough classes. I mean, I'm just like, I mean, I'm just some super genius. Graduated tops of my class. And I graduated with my bachelor's degree. And I was like, you know what? I, call, I don't need to go to college now because I graduated with my bachelor's. <laughs> And do you think high schools are going to end up being like that? Because I know kids that have graduated high school and they already have their freshman and sophomore year done. So do you think it's going to get to a point where schools get so advanced where you can just graduate with your bachelor's degree and just skip the college portion? That would be something, definitely. But no, I've, I've actually really wanted to do that get an interview for a six-figure job even though I don't have a bachelor's degree and see if I can go through the interview process because that would be one wild ride for for a fact I mean especially if they want to hire me at 20 but I don't think any company would do that at all but it would just be really funny at least to me I would, I would find that very funny but no I just I finished uh, John Wick, the John Wick series, okay, because I started at the first one, and I watched them all the way through, and I mean, dude, I love Keanu Reeves, I do, him, him and Ryan Reynolds are probably my top two favorite actors, they're just amazing to watch on a screen, just great actors, and, and the John Wick thing uh, that Keanu Reeves does. I is it just me, or does 
Keanu Reeves, should he have just kept his name and put that as the title of the movie instead of making it John Wick? Because in my opinion, Keanu Reeves sounds way better than John Wick. I mean, John Wick sounds really cool. It sounds like an amazing character. But the thing is, though, is I would have always loved to see the movie trailer of coming this fall. Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves in Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And you'd be like, wow, this is how amazing Keanu Reeves is. The movie's called Keanu Reeves. He's playing as Keanu Reeves. And his real name is Keanu Reeves. It's kind of like a Jason Bourne thing, but Keanu Reeves sounds way cooler to me than Jason Bourne. And the background story of John Wick is that that wasn't the original name for the movie. John Wick just came along because that's what Keanu Reeves kept on calling it. It was supposed to be called Scorn, which would have been a terrible name for that movie. Like, just awful. But Keanu Reeves kept on forgetting the name of the movie, and he just kept on calling it John Wick for I don't know what reason. He kept on calling it, probably because his character's name was John Wick. So he probably was just like, oh yeah, the new movie, John Wick. And how embarrassing would that have been? I don't know if he did any interviews or not, but how embarrassing would that be for your own movie? Oh, hey, uh, I heard you have like a new action movie coming out. Uh, what's your, what, what's the name of it? Uh, John Wick. Yeah, I'm, I, I played John Wick at, in John Wick and it's going to be a good, good movie. Very good. And like the company is just like. Oh my god, I told, how many times do I have to tell him? 50 times? It's scorn. It's all, It's like in big letters in the, the booklet that we gave him to read over his lines. It's scorn. I mean, he remembers, all, he has to remember all these lines, but he can't remember the title of the movie? Come on. But it looks like we have to change it to John Wick now. <laughs> I mean, turned out to be a better title. In the end. But now bringing it back to John Wick and Ryan Reynolds, my two favorite actors. Just they need to make a movie together. They have to. I I want them to make a movie together. Have a Ryan Reynolds John Wick combo, just Keanu Reeves combo. Just mm. because you got Keanu Reeves, he's kind of like that, not really talkative, but his actions speak louder than his words. And then you got Ryan Reynolds. He's the mouth. He's the little motor mouth. But his actions and his like his words, he can talk the talk and walk the walk. So it'd just be so interesting to have them two in a movie together. But I don't know what would happen. Because I know Ryan Reynolds really did blow up as a star in Deadpool. And I don't know if if Deadpool, like if Keanu Reeves would do better if he like became Deadpool's sidekick. Or not, not, I wouldn't say sidekick. I wouldn't say they would be Batman and Robin. It would, it would be like, if that was a superhero, not a superhero movie, but if that was like a Marvel movie, and Keanu Reeves and Ron Reynolds were both in the, like the characters in it, it would have to be that they would be both Batman, for sure. That would be a double Batman movie. That would be crazy. But no, would, would Keanu Reeves look better in a, like a superhero suit? And it would be better as like a more humorous, but it has action movie in it. Or would it be better as like like the bodyguard, you know that 
one with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like where he's like, would it be like that? I think it would be better as like the bodyguard war type movie where they're both in suits, they both have to go on assassination missions, and they both have like humorous, sarcastic lines in the mix of the movie. That would be amazing. So, look, anybody from Hollywood listening to this, take that movie idea and run with it. I need something interesting because the movies that are coming out, I mean, there's actually no movies coming out right now. It's disappointing. They're all being pushed back a year. And all the movies that are coming out that are going to be like on Amazon Prime and YouTube and whatever, just like lame movies, you're just like, ugh. Can't get past the lameness. And you're like, I, you know what? I'm just going to just watch YouTube. Drown myself out in YouTube. I love YouTube recommendations. Because I search in one thing. One thing and interested in. And the next thing you know, YouTube recommendations like, we'll take it away. And just give you a bunch of random recommendations like by the next week or the next few days of stuff that you don't want to watch but it's just all based off of what you search and it's like can you stop guessing for me of what I want to watch I know what I want to watch YouTube stop taking a good guess for me okay <laughs> because I came across this this sport there's apparently a sport out there where I, I'm assuming they're blacksmiths um I'm not 100% sure but they're obvi- they're they're obvious great craftsers in in making like uh knives uh, because they're not swords they're not like huge but they're like really really sharp knives and there's this, this sport where like I saw this video of this big old burly man he looked like a logging guy he's just a big old burly man with this like s- medium looking knife but in his hands it looked like a small knife and he would just walk around the room, and it was like an audience of maybe 20, maybe 30 people, and he was just like walking around this like obstacle course and cutting different things. So <laughs> there was this one part where he would press a button, and this device on this device, and it would like a tennis ball would come down, and he would have to precisely cut it at the perfect time, just chop, and people would be like, "Good job, go." Go you. Well, I forgot what his name was, but be like, oh, that's awesome. All of a sudden, there would be like a long rope. He would walk a few feet, and it would be like a long rope that he would have to cut, and he'd just take this little tiny knife and just be like, cut it right in half. They'll be like, oh my, dude, that's a sharp knife. <laughs> and, then, and my favorite part of the whole video was there was like, mm, I'm just going to say 30 water balls. There were 30 water balls lined up, and he'd take this knife and just cut Every he one one swing cut every water bottle in half, and th- that's what the crowd would just be like, "Oh, that is insane, amazing, amazing performance." Uh, and then he would, there's a finish line. By the way, he doesn't have to cut through the finish line. He just has to walk <laughs> across this piece of tape, and it looks like it's filmed in a in a storage facility, but. That's what recommendation that I came across of when I, after, right after I searched in world's fastest chainsaw. <laughs> Background story of why I was searching the world's fastest chainsaw. Because I saw a, I came across a video on Instagram of like a chainsaw competition or whatever. 
of like people cutting chainsaws and people splitting logs with axes and they were doing it in the fastest time so i was curious of what the world's fastest chainsaw was and you look this up these people hook up these like it looks like a drag car racing engine i'm not even kidding like big old tailpipes or whatever and they hook it up and there's like the chainsaw blade that comes and sticks out and it's attached to this big old engine and it takes two people one guy's on one side and one guy's on the other and they pick up this heavy like they started and it sounds amazing it sounds like a drag drag engine that's about to start also they rev it up and they have this big old thick i'm talking thick tree just you're like how are they going to cut through that all of a sudden they ying 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 and it goes up they press it down and it cuts through it like butter this big old thick tree and i'm just like what so they hook an engine a real like drag racing engine and they try to cut a big old thick tree as fast as they possibly can and the fastest known one is an eighth of a second 0.88 seconds was the world record time and that's amazing you have to look up this video if you haven't seen it It is probably it's the to me it's very interesting but also humorous at the same time because it got the same reactions as the uh the uh, as the sport where they take the knives and they see how sharp it is (laughs) <laughs> because every time they like they would take it and they would just cut two logs and t- two sections and then they would set it down and it would clock their time and then people would just be like good job that was a good round that was a good round it was like almost like golf or probably because there's not much of an audience to begin with like i don't know how that interests people like who's just gonna spend their whole day going oh you know what yeah, hey, you know what, honey? You know what we gotta go do today? What? Oh, you wanna go see that world's fastest chainsaw competition? You're like, oh no. <laughs> I don't wanna go and do that. Well, no, come on. <laughs> no, there's probably like big old fans. Like, 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 it'd be funny, like, if they had jerseys on. If, like, fans had jerseys, like, Jim Bob was one of the cutters. I'm like, man, Jim Bob is my favorite. He's like such a great cutter, just the way he cuts and the engine that he puts on the thing. He's just, he's bad to the bone. <laughs> they have like war paint on. People start betting. Like, oh, Jim Bob's definitely going to have the fastest time. I, I put 500 bucks on him. He's definitely going to get this out of the park for sure. But no, that's just some of the crazy stuff that I find on on the internet, for sure. And came came across that. Can't believe YouTube, YouTube, stop recommending me that stuff. I need you to stop recommending me crazy stuff that I just can't wrap my head around. But we're now moving into the fun fact portion. Fun facts. If you're new, it's a segment or a little portion of my podcast where I just find a fun fact and I talk about it. 
talk about a fun fact. Because why not? Because fun facts are awesome. Fun facts are cool. Why not? So, the fun fact I have for y'all today is, did you know sharks are more likely to attack skinny people than fat people? Think about that one. It's a fact. And you want to bet me on it? Oh, Dawson, that is not true at all. That's not true. Well, then go on Google. Type in fat people surfing and click on Google. Click on the images. And 90% of the images will be a skinny surfers, and about the other 10% will be fat people on paddle boards, which is just technically lazy surfing at its best. Oh, well, Dawson, do you have something against fat surfers? No, I don't have anything against fat surfers. Nothing. I be- and there are fat surfers, okay? Congratulations. That's awesome. But I'm telling you the, s- the stats that there are more skinny people that get eaten by sharks or attacked by sharks a year compared to fat people because there's more skinny people. Now, that's surf. That's just, I mean, that's not an actual, like, fact. You can't just go on the internet and just be like, do more skinny people get attacked by sharks a year than uh, fat people? And then then Google's going to pop it up. You know why I know that? Because I searched it. (laughs) So, you've heard it here, folks. I have created a fact. That skinny people get attacked by sharks more than fat people do. Ever. A year and ever. You heard it here. So start spreading that around. Because it's true. And I have nothing against fat surfers. I'm going to have to disclose that again. Again, There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? Skinny people surfing. Yeah. Whatever. If you're fat or skinny and you surf, awesome. Surfing. Surf sub, dude. Awesome. I was just going off that stat because I thought it was funny when I typed in fat people surfing and there were still skinny people showing up surfing. There was like maybe, and there was like maybe three, okay, there was like three fat people surfing, okay? But they were like goofy photos. They weren't like serious about it. It was just like, like, come on. So if you're going to get mad at me about that, you should get mad at Google too and be like, oh, come on, Google is sizest against surfers. Really, you're telling me you have to be in a certain weight category to be able to surf? That is ridiculous. I do not want to be in a certain weight category to surf. Who knows? Also, like, who knows if you're swimming and a shark comes by, you might be scared. Like, oh, uh, skinny people are going to be scared because they look like a perfect meal. To them they're like the perfect size the perfect whatever sharks are like i can easily take that guy fat people they'd be like mm. to them they might you might be a whale who knows and they'll be like oh i don't want to go near that guy i know i cannot take him down and that's a good thing that is a good thing i think that's one pro side of being bigger is that you'd be less likely to be eaten by a shark and who knows who knows? I think that bigger bigger people are more or less likely to be eaten by a shark than skinny people. That's a fact. And I just made that fact up. I have made that fact up. So you heard it here, folks. Skinny people are more likely to be eaten by, attacked by sharks or surfing than uh, fat people. So you know what? Bigger people, if you get offended by that, it's fine. I don't care. 
Go on. Live your life. Change your diet. Who knows? Whatever. Because guess what? There are people out there that lose weight and gain weight so quick. So quick out there. And it amazes me. Because there's certain routines, like you can go get Nutrisystem and lose weight in an instant. What about skinny people? You can't gain weight in an instant. Especially me, because I've done the gain weight programs. You know why I've done the gain weight programs? Because I was embarrassed in high school. The one year that I decided to do something good for my community to put on my resume, I was going to give blood. Give blood. Okay, but I didn't weigh enough. That was that was my senior year of high school. I weighed a buck seventeen. No, a buck twenty. But still. I don't know if I've t- ever talked about this before on last previous podcast, but guess what? I'm gonna talk about it again because it deals with my size. And then guess what I decided to do? I decided to try to bulk up a little bit, get into get into programs with my football, I was like, dude, I need to do something, and they were like, oh, drink this weight gainer stuff, so I drank it, drank it, drank it, drank it in the morning, drank it in the evening, worked out, did it. I did it for a few months, and I only gained five pounds, and I'm like, this is probably the most discouraging thing ever, <laughs> I'm done, what, I, whatever, this is dumb, I'm, I'm dropping this, I'm happy with myself, happy with myself, and then you see UFC fighters and and supermodels drop weight. Like, well, more well, UFC fighters more likely they just drop weight and gain weight out of nowhere just to fight somebody. They'll be like, "Oh, you want to fight, punk? You want to fight, punk? How much do you weigh? How much do you weigh?" And then they'll like drop or gain weight just to fight somebody because they were talking smack. I don't know how that could be healthy for your body to drop and gain weight that fast. Just be like it. 220 next thing you know weigh in at like 160 to qualify for the featherweight just be like alright I'm ready to beat this dude up even though I feel extremely lightheaded I feel extremely weird and supermodels same thing they lose weight all the time they just keep on constantly dropping weight there's just like <laughs> regimen that some supermodel I don't know if supermodels use this but some models use this, and I have heard about it, and it is really weird, but they, um, I don't know how, I don't know if they ingest it, but they ingest a tapeworm. They do, and it makes them lose weight, because that tapeworm is just in there, just, you know, eating all the good stuff, you know, eating most of it. And it's living inside of them, and they just stay skinny from whatever they eat because that tapeworm is just, and it is just has the most disgusting thing I've ever heard, and I would never go to that extent to lose weight. Like so, if there was like an opposite parasite that you can ingest to help you gain weight or whatever to help you bulk up, I would do that. Is probably the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. So go ahead and do that if you're willing to do that. Just dumb. Absolutely dumb. Never do that. (laughs) But you know what? People do stuff because they need to... They want to make themselves feel better. Which is fine. I'll I'll promote that. Yeah, do stuff to make you feel better. If you want to adjust a tapeworm. Go for it. Don't care. (laughs) But now we got the article segment. 
article time. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to create a jingle or whatever for that. Article segment, article segment with Dawson. Mm. Anyways, here's the article. SpaceX pulls off its first double fairing catch after a Falcon 9 launch. You know what that sounds like? I'm going to repeat that again. Just so you can. SpaceX pulls off its first double fairing catch after a Falcon 9 launch. That sounds like an insane play in football. Like, like the most rarest play ever. Oh my god. <laughs> Julio Jones just completed a his the first ever ever double fairing catch ever <laughs> double fairing catch and the reason why I bring this up of SpaceX and all that is because it's expensive to blast off those air air uh those spaceships into space for satellites I mean I think there was like, uh, I looked up the statistic or the stats. Okay, we'll just look, say uh, launching stats. 2018, there was 114 satellite launches in, in uh, 20, not 2020, 2019. I think there was 95 launches. And it cost like $100 million to launch those satellites into space. 100 mil. Okay. Cha-ching. I mean, I can only ever dream of having 100 mil, and they just sit, just blast that off into space. Boom. Bye-bye. And people go watch this, too. They'll just, like, watch a space launch, and then I, I couldn't watch that. Just be like, wow, there goes $100 million in outer space. Way to go. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go home now and go eat my ramen noodles. That's awesome. <laughs> but no. So Elon Musk came in with SpaceX insane genius comes in with spacex and cuts that completely like that price for launching way down which is insane he cut it to 57 million a launch which is still an insane price but you know in aspects of how previous years have been for how um for launching it's very good awesome amazing he launched it and he is now creating a way to um, catch the uh, uh, fairing pod, which is, and I know a lot of people don't know what that is, and I didn't even know what that was, and I had to look it up, but it's the little, you know the thing that like, when it go, hit, gets out of the atmosphere, the rocket gets out of the atmosphere, and it does that little, and those two little capsules pop off, well that's the fairing pod. And it goes over it to protect it from, protect the rocket from the intense heat of it blasting off in the atmosphere. And then it, when it finally breaks through, it'll go and break off. Well, usually those things just disappear and you never hear about them ever again. They would just have to make new ones. And those things cost six milli a piece. Six milli. Really? <laughs> those two little things? Those two, well, they're two big things, but I mean. The way they look and everything, those are six milli. And you're telling me you have not created a way yet to catch those things? Well, Elon Musk did. Those things come. I don't know how they, I guess they put like a GPS or 
put some device, a chip on it to where they can track where it's going to drop or whatever. And they took this ship and the video, uh, Elon Musk posted it and it was a video of this big old ship with, (laughs) it has like a net. It was like a big old net on top of the ship and the fairing, the, the both fairing pods had a parachute and they were just gliding down and boom net caught one of them and boom the net caught the other one and i'm like that's insane that's just a clap worthy we need those guys from the um we need the fans from the logging uh the the chainsaw people and the uh uh, cutting competition fans to come out to those rocket launches and just like wow that's amazing that's awesome I mean that could become that could become an event. You pay a certain amount of money to go on that ship and watch them catch fairing pods. Just both fairing pods. I mean there's got to be a market for that. And then you can go and put that towards rocket money. People pay it on there and you can go pay it towards the expensive, which I don't even think would be able to put a dent in it at all for how much it costs, but you know what? It's worth a shot. Go out there. Be interesting. Have Elon Musk pay have people pay tickets. I want his flamethrowers to come back. I I should have bought one. I should have bought one when they came out. I mean they were five hundred dollars, I think. Yeah, they were like five hundred dollars. And I should have spent all my money to get that flamethrower because that would have been a good investment and then I could have resold it. But I don't know if I would have had the courage to resell it because those things are so cool. So cool. Um but no, the investment of that would have been immaculate just to buy. I would have only been able to afford one, and that would have been a lot of money for me in high school having that job. But then I would have bought that flamethrower, and I would have sold it for triple or quadruple the price, and people would have bought that, and I would have been making it bank, making the bank. But guess what? My mind in the high in high school wasn't thinking about investing like that was not thinking about my investing options but if i can go back in time i would have done it (laughs) darn didn't think about it but at least i get to watch youtube videos of the recommendation of the videos of people playing with the (laughs) flamethrowers moving on in man you know what I would usually conclude this podcast with a review because I said in the last podcast I wanted more people to review and I made it an easy way to review. I put a little link in the details. You know what? And I forgot to put the link in my last episode. I promoted it of putting a link in there, which would be an easy way for you to review my podcast. And I completely forgot to do it. And that's probably why it is not. Uh, that's probably why I didn't get a review, <laughs> but I am this time going to double check and make sure that the link is going to be in that description so y'all can actually go and uh, go and put my um, a review in because I would have talked about a review like I did last podcast. I would love to talk about one, but guess what? No one reviewed. No one at all. So guess what? I'm going to do this conclusion and submit it with a question. 
Like you can send me questions too. I'll talk about questions at the end. I don't care. Either reviews or someone sends me a question and I will answer it. But no one wants to send me a question either. It's like people are shy all of a sudden. I mean, I will promote your name on my podcast. Who wouldn't want that? Shout out their name. I would love to shout out someone's name. Oh, some people are not fond of that. That's fine. Make up a name like Poopy Head Reviews on my last episode. I mean, who? Know? I don't know if that's a boy or a girl or whoever, but they review it. Make up a name or I'll personally make up a name. If you request me to make up a name for you, I will make up a name. But just send me a question or make me a review as something to conclusion of this podcast. Anyways, I'm going to talk about uh, a question. Open it up in the air so so people won't be so shy to ask me a question at the end of the, so I can end this podcast. But so Dawson, what is your dream place to do stand-up comedy? Well, thank you, podcast listener, for sending me in a question. And that is a very amazing question. Thanks for asking. And where I would love to, where my dream place to do stand-up comedy would be at the Just for Last Festival. That would be that would be a dream come true. Because at that moment, I would realize, man, I've made it. Because famous comedians like Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, Daniel Tosh, comedians like them, they all their their careers blew up immensely after the Just for Last festival. And it's a music festival for comedy. You go there with a little wrist bracelet on and you watch different comedians do their stand up. I mean it's the that would be my dream, honestly, to be able to do that. But you know what? Real, like, like, real talk, my dream of all dreams of just is just being able to make a living off of it. I would just be able, to, I want to quit my day job and just make a living off of traveling and doing stand-up. If I just get to that point, I would just be like, that, that's just, thank you, God. That, that would be a dream right then and there. But no, just for last festival. Definitely on the big boy goal list. Little little boy goal list, just to be able to make a living. Big boy goal list, just for last festival. And, I mean, who knows? I even may want to even do a cruise ship. Add that in there. But, who knows? <laughs> that would be for later talk. Right now, I need to be able to do stand-up. And I want to do stand-up. So bad. So bad to be able to do stand-up right now. But I can't. I, uh, but I have seen uh, comedians do uh, stand-up comedy at uh, drive-in movie theaters. And Austin happens to have a drive-in movie theater. And they are doing drive-in comedy. And I emailed them and asked them if they're doing like, like mics or if I could be able to do stand-up there. Or they're having random comedians do stand-up. <laughs> and at these drive-ins, all you do is, is the comedians go up. They have a microphone, they start performing, and there'll be, like, people in their cars, and it's amazing. People, like, honk their horns for laughing, <laughs> or blink their headlights if they thought it was funny. I don't know. That's the most interesting thing, and I would love to be able to do that. So, hopefully, I would get this email, and I will let y'all know if I'll be doing a drive-in movie theater in Austin <laughs> to be able to do stand-up. That would be that would be a really fun experience, but no, I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast, episode seven, amazing, thanks for making it this far and listening to me, um, I care about my listeners, every Tuesday and Friday, of course, 
I'm going to be doing this podcast. So exciting every moment that I can be able to do this. So thank you all for listening. And DJ, you know what? I'm going to have to ask you, you know, DJ, you know what to do. Okay. Play that intro as an outro as always. Everybody, thank you for listening and see you Friday. The last I go hard podcast. You are listening to the last I go hard podcast.